Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. It doesn't matter how good your ideas are if you can't communicate them clearly. It doesn't matter what's in your heart and how much you care if you can't get that across to the people you care about. One of the fundamental systems in our life is communication skills. Now, some of you might be thinking, sure, you think that because your job includes communication, right? You have a podcast, you do keynote speeches, all that stuff. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But that is only uh, an extreme example of a fundamental principle that we all deal with. Our lives involve other people. From our family, to our friends, to our work, there's very, very little that you can do in life and not communicate. I mean, there might be a couple things. Maybe you could be a, a day trader or trading stocks and you kind of hole up in a cave and, and crank out stocks and you can probably figure out how to make money with no communication of humans involved. But I don't know that you can make a good life without communication. It's central. It's a fundamental. It's not a bonus. It's not a separate category. Whether you're in accounting or sales or operations or working in a restaurant or driving a car, we communicate. Communication is the fundamental. And it is about how do we get more of our message across? We'll talk in other categories about how you maybe have better ideas or how you kind of understand insights and figure out better tactics to manage yourself. All that's really cool. But again, it doesn't matter how good your ideas are if you can't get them across. So there are tactical skills that you can do. And that's what we're going to do is we're going to unpack this and talk through this. There are things like, let's see what kind of mode we're in and are using the appropriate communication for the mode. Is this a face-to-face conversation? Is this a written conversation? Are we sending this via video? What's the mode and the setup that we're doing? How you engage changes radically. When we think about things like face-to-face, there's a lot of body language skills that you can learn. This is a skill, guys. It's not magic. It's tactical. Do you make eye contact? Do you nod your head? Do you have things like we call nonverbal responses? We have, mm, or, oh. And you can communicate a lot without any words. Do you lean in or lean back? Now, by the way, I'll bust one of the myths. We say, hey, folding your arms means you disagree. It turns out that's not true at all. People fold their arms for a variety of reasons, from it's cold in the room to my arms are tired and I don't have this like arm rests on the chair I'm sitting in and I just want to sit them somewhere to yes, maybe I'm getting upset and I'm trying to be defensive, but it's one of dozens of things. So don't overreact to some of that, but there's some obvious ones, right? They looking at you, they're smiling, they're leaning in. You're sending a signal. Even your lack of signal is a signal. So maybe you could send them on purpose. If you sit there and say nothing, do nothing, don't nod your head. In fact, Let me give you this as a really weird homework assignment. You don't really have to do it, but if you want to, uh, don't do it for very long. Have a conversation with somebody and don't react at all for 60 seconds. You might not want to go a full 60 seconds because it can be offensive. But this is a great example of communication, right? 
You can offend somebody because they're expecting a certain reaction. Like you're not even listening. You don't care. You think it's a stupid idea. Okay, you got somewhere else. And they, they can misinterpret your lack of reaction when all you're doing is trying this crazy podcast guy's idea out, right? Yeah, do we really get the message we intend across? Now, what they do with it, that's on them, right? We all have to manage our own internal processes. And when people send us messages, we got to figure out what to do with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do own some of that equation. Communication is not just, I throw it out, that's success. I've got to communicate it in a way that matches them. We often talk about this in a metaphor as learning their language. It's like speaking a foreign language, right? You go to another country. Uh, I just came back from a trip to Israel. Love that place. Uh, some great friends over there. I don't speak Hebrew. I know a little bit, but I'm far from fluent. And man, if I say something and they don't understand me, well, whose fault is that? I'm in their country and I don't know what's going on language-wise and I make a mistake. So so yeah, if I really want to have great communication with local folks over there, again, there's some folks that are close friends of mine that are very fluent. I'm the one who's lacking. I don't, I don't have both. They do. But yeah, that's on me to figure out how to communicate to them. Again, speak in English and assume they're all going to get me. Like, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you learn my language? No, I. if I want to be a master communicator, I learn your language. Well, hey, we're like, I'm not international. What is that? Does that apply to me? Okay, there's personality types. Some people are very direct, efficient, and blunt. If something they don't like about a, a presentation or a project or how you handled a task, they're like, right, let's talk, let's take it home, right? How you fill the dishwasher. I know those are fighting words in some families, right? What's the correct way to load the dishwasher? Well, some people say, well, that's wrong. You did it wrong again. That was bad. Some people would say, well, that's so very offensive. They're not a direct communicator. They're a very careful, thoughtful communicator. They're going to say things like, so can I share something with you? And I could be wrong about this, but you know, I, I just noticed the way you're doing that. It might not be the best way. And so there could be some other options if you want to think about it. But you know, again, I might be wrong. Like all this packaging, if you will, like wrapped around the idea of like, don't put the dishes on the top. Like plates don't go on the top, buddy. Which one's correct? By the way, whether or not plates go on the top, that's a separate podcast. We will have that argument later. But assuming you would agree on that point, right? The message is fine. How you share that message. Which one should you pick? Well, my answer is it depends on who you're talking to. Do you know their natural processing style? Some people are very tuned into this. I've got a lot of close friends that are already pushing themselves really hard to be excellent and precise and correct. And when you tell them they're not, that's a big deal because this is kind of who, how they pride themselves. It's who they are. And you got some other friends who are like, yeah, whatever. I'm a moron all the time. Tell me I'm a moron. If you don't tell me it bluntly. In fact, um, I've got a couple of my close friends. If you don't say it really, really directly, they're not going to get the message. Like subtlety will slide right past them. They're like, I might be wrong about this, but maybe you could do better. And they're like, yeah, you probably are wrong. And I don't think I can do better. And they'll move on. But you're like, no, dude. That messed up. It went badly. You should do it differently. And they're not actually going to be offended. This is not just like they're too thick-headed. They won't listen. No, legitimately, they'll be like, oh, thanks for telling me. If you hint at it, they don't get it. Versus other folks, a hint is all it takes. And they will be like, oh, oh, I'm going to go work on that. And if you were really direct, they'll be like, man, I so harsh with me. This is about style. This is about learning their language. So I'm not trying to go through all the languages and styles right now. I'm just trying to say that's a tactical skill. 
And if you want your world to be better, take ownership for your communication skills. Another quick one, when we're doing tech stuff, do you put emotional things back into it? Because it strips out all the tone and facial expressions and energy that, that simplifies things. So in my theater days, man, I loved one of these exercises. Here's the lines in the scene. Do you have it? What? Do you have it? Yes. Give it to me? What? Give it to me? No. I feel sorry for you. Two people, A and B, alternating. You're like, that's a really boring scene. Oh, man. You can make a thousand things with that. I've seen a scene where the it was a bomb, like a nuclear bomb, and it was terrorists and a police officer in interrogation. I've also seen it be a love letter, and it was between two people flirting with each other. <laughs> Maybe one of the more uh, colorful ones, hopefully this doesn't ruin my family rating as a podcaster, was a couple of folks in adjacent bathroom stalls. And let's just say they got uh, dramatic in demonstrating why they needed the it, which was toilet paper. Um, yeah, it was. Ah, be careful when you do that one. You never know what you're going to get. Same words, totally different message based on the tone and the body language. So when you're writing text or email, I just recently read something. I think it said there were 80 billion emails sent a day in the world. It's crazy the amount of, that, of information that's flowing in text without any of that tone. So you might want to slip some of that back in there. Use emojis or little smiley faces or say, I've literally said things in my email like, I'm not upset. I'm excited about this because the sentence could have been read a couple different ways. And so I don't want them to read it the wrong way. I'm going to be really clear when it's fuzzy or it's important what my emotional state is as I'm saying these sentences that they're reading. So these are communication skills that make our family, our friends, our work, our life better. And as you see, every time we up the communication ability, we get from 70% of our message getting across clearly to 75% of the content getting there to 80 to 85. You see your life just get better. Arguments go away. I can't tell you how many arguments. I mean, two-thirds of the arguments I've seen, I've been a part of. When you really break it down and try to solve it, is we just had different definitions for the words or phrases we were using. You were rude. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Well, what the smack do you mean by rude? We might actually completely agree on whether you did that behavior or not, right? You took a phone call in the middle of our conversation and walked away from me. Well, I think that's rude. My teenager says, I don't think that's rude. That's a different conversation than you were rude. No, I wasn't. Now you're just being a punk. No, I'm not. Like, okay, slow down. You're having an argument and you're actually arguing about something that you both agree on. You both agree that, that she walked away in the middle of your phone call. I mean, your conversation to take a phone call. You just don't agree what to do about it. And so now you never get to the productive conversation because you never defined your terms. These are tactics that change our lives. So let's start being aware. Step one, can you describe your own style? Right, I mentioned the blunt or the careful. Were you a very emotional speaker, very factual? I mean, what's your style? If you can't describe your own style, then you probably aren't super self-aware. And maybe that's step one. Can you figure out how, what your default patterns are and what you say? And then can you define the style of the people you're talking to? I mean, let's start with these basics. What's your style? What's their style? Where might there be gaps? Can we get more clear? And then you can play with wording and tools. And you know what? We'll do a bunch of episodes. I'll bring in people good at this stuff. I'll share some of my stuff on it. But at the end of the day, you just got to start tuning in. 
The more skillfully you communicate, the better everything else in your life will go. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.